Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Hello, mom, and welcome to the Mom Village. I am Gis Marie Ramos, and I'm here with my ladies, Kira Kelly. Good morning. And Kristen Scroggins. Good morning, ladies. And guess what? We have an amazing episode today. It's going to call, oh, it's going to be call or it's going to call? Be it's call. called <laughs> the Christmas special. Yay! Who does not love Christmas? Oh my gosh, we had to do a Christmas special, ladies. I mean, especially for our village. So we prepared this awesome episode for you. And <laughs> yeah, we're so excited. Okay, Kira is going to be the first one talking about our Christmas special. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm sorry, Kira. We're going to have so many great surprises here. We're not going to only talk about a lot of great things about Christmas, but also we have some giveaways. Yes. So please listen to the entire episode because throughout the episode, we're going to have some great giveaways. But Kira, tell us, what is this Christmas special about? Well, you know, ladies, I was thinking, just kind of brainstorming, and I know I am not the only person out there, but sometimes as a mom, I am doing so much preparation for the Christmas season that I often miss out on all the joy that Christmas actually brings. So I thought it would be nice if we just kind of sit around the table today and just talk about how can we simplify Christmas and bring Christ back into Christmas and just kind of keep our focus on what this season is really all about. So we're just going to kind of share a couple things that we may do in our home to kind of simplify our lives, but still create that magic that moms want to create during the holiday season. But more specifically, just keep our eyes focused on what this season is all about. And it is the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what spurred this thought. I was driving down the street, but last week I was looking at an old family church bumper video (gasps) that our youngest son Malachi was in. So it was about seven or eight years ago. And I just pulled it up on my phone. And I think Crystal Gutierrez was asking all the little guys. um, Wasn't that the cutest? Yes. What's your favorite part of Christmas? And okay, I'm not bragging or anything, but (laughs) (laughs) Malachi was featured in this bumper video. And Crystal asked him, what's your favorite part of Christmas? And there was this dramatic pause. And he said, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> okay, I don't think that he was really that spiritual at four. <laughs> I bet you replay that over and I over. I replayed over and over again. Okay, so cute voice. Yeah. So it kind of made me think as moms, we get so tied up in all the Christmas cheer. And I am so 100% guilty of that. Yeah. But just reminding us really what this time is about and keeping that focus, not only for ourselves, but for our family. So we're just going to kind of just chit chat about if you some have of little things. ones. I think that's a good test to do because I have little ones. I'm thinking I'm going to go home and be like, what is most important <laughs> for you to see what my kids are going to say? Okay. Yeah. And then I can be like, OK, they need Jesus. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. But if they say Jesus, like your son, I'll be like, OK, OK, well, focus. We, did, we didn't prompt him or anything. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> a good heart, a good heart. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just kind of talk about what are some of the things that we can do to really simplify our lives during this time so we can actually enjoy the season. And just one of the things that I want to kick off is... (laughs) 
<laughs> that just and I got this from Kristen. Kristen makes like how many lists do you make during Christmas? Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like we have like a separate notebook just for yes. December. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to encourage. I know you're all out there with your cute little planners, but make lists for yourself. Start to organize yourself as early as possible. Right now we're in what day three of December. So even if you haven't started, you have plenty of time to just start making lists about some of the things you may want to do with your family some of the meals you want to prepare? What are some of the other things that we can kind of just start planning and preparing to simplify our lives this month? How about like activities or traditions you want to start with your kids? Because we talked about before like traditions and legacy in our previous podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and do it. But I think that's a good one, especially for me, because I have little ones and we're always tired. We're overwhelmed. You know, our brain is scattered doing so many things. But I think for myself, right away, you said that I'm like, okay, I need to make a list of little activities or traditions I want to start with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we already do like we go and read the Christmas story, you know, but one of our giveaways, we we're talking about one of our giveaways and Kristen's going to share that one has something to do with this. And I think I'm going to get it and start that tradition about let's give it away now. So that, okay. Okay. So okay. Then and then I can, I can, I can talk about it. <laughs> okay, Yay! So I think what Jisma is referring to is a book actually that it's a family life resource. You may have heard us talk about Passport to Purity and some other resources for parenting older kids, but they came out with this book called What God Wants for Christmas, written by Barbara Rainey. And it's a book, but it also has these cutie little plastic figurines that is, you know, Mary, Joseph, the wise men, shepherds. It's cute, guys. It's so cute. No, it's super cute. (laughs) And you can either do a page at a time. So like today, we're going to talk about the shepherds. And then there's just this few sentences about the shepherds and they can put the shepherds out into where every day they're adding to the nativity. And you know, what's great about this mom, if you forgot, then just do the whole thing in one day. It's not that hard, (laughs) but it's just, it's just a way to build tradition in your family and keep things in perspective. So it's called what God wants for Christmas. And we've got Carly with us here this morning and she's drawn the name of Connie McFarland. Connie, we miss you. Connie used to be on staff here at Family yes. Church. So you're going to get this. I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. And I told Jisma I was going to buy one for her. Yes, so I'm going to start that tradition. Traditions. Yeah, so that's the tradition. I didn't want to spill the beans, but there you go. <laughs> so that's the tradition. I, I want to start with my little ones. I mean, we love sharing stories. I mean, we have shared before. That's how one of our kids actually accepted Jesus Christ at the table while we were sharing a story, a Bible story. So I think this one will be fun because it's a Christmas story and... My husband is very animated. I know he's going to make voices with the little figurines and everything. So I'm excited about that one. And you know, what's really fun is kids don't get sick of stuff. So they'll do this over and over and multiple times in a year. And your little Christian Anthony can do this for the siblings Mm -hmm. while you're cooking dinner or whatever. And it's just fun. You can hear them talking about it. It just really is a great way to... Okay, can I get it tomorrow? Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to order it for you when we get off of this podcast. (laughs) But I do want to say, I think making list is important. We've talked about that in so many episodes. I think almost every podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'll tell you what happens to me is, and I don't know if this happens to you two or Carly, if this happens to you, 
I get so overwhelmed when things are running around in my mind. So I feel like my life is undoable. Yes. And so then Jimmy has taught me, I don't come by that naturally. I kind of like, I'm like a free spirit, like, Ooh, let's do this today. But a long time ago, I mean, I have eight kids. I'm way past that now. I can't operate like that. So he taught me to make lists years and years ago. And it's a lifesaver because what happens is when I get it on paper, I'm like, okay, I mean, is this that big of a deal? Like I can do this. Or I say, I can't do all that in one day. So (laughs) now, fine. Mm -hmm. Now I understand. I have reality in front of me. What are some of the things that are really important? So I would encourage you to make the list, brainstorm. Maybe don't go on Pinterest or Facebook or Instagram before you do this because you <laughs> you cannot implement everyone's Everything. traditions at home. If you do, you're going to, that's the opposite of de-stressing Christmas, mm-hmm. right? But you can figure out, hey, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I can do that with the season of life, the scope of energy that I have right now. I can make that happen. Yeah. And what I think our families really want for Christmas is a mom that is happy, happy yes, and a mom yeah. that's excited and not a mom that's so frazzled trying to make Christmas perfect that we miss out on being with them. Yesterday, Caleb, I was getting ready to leave to do something. And Caleb said, Mom, could you just come sit with me by the Christmas tree? And I I didn't have time because I was trying to make it happen. Everything else happened. But in that moment, I had a mom win. I was like, yes, I can. And I put my purse down and sat down by the Christmas tree with Mm -hmm. Caleb because He's not going to ask me to do say, that. No. How many more year, years might might happen? Happen? it might not happen? And I realized it like, mm-hmm. I don't want to tell him How no right now. He's, so 11. This, he's 11. And so I don't want to tell him no, because first of all, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I love being with him, but I don't know how many more times he's going to ask me to do that. Yeah. That's a Christmas memory that he's going to have, yeah. that his mom sat with him by the Christmas tree. I'm a grandma now. I'm super emotional, y'all. I, I think the last few episodes I've got choked up, so here we go again. But but part of that is having space yeah. mentally and schedule-wise. So lists are a big deal. I think lists are a really big deal. And, and like you said, Kristen, focusing right now on what really matters. Yeah. I mean, Caleb's going to remember that forever. And also you mentioned just creating realistic expectations for Mm -hmm. ourselves, not going on the Pinterest and not looking at our neighbor's house and what's going on there, but just creating schedules or activities that are realistic for your family. Some other things that I would say is meal planning. That's a really big deal. And I would just encourage moms during this season. I know that, you know, for Christmas, we try to have these big elaborate meals, which is great. So why not scale back during the rest of the month? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe have some freezer meals prepared or Costco has this great lasagna that's in the frozen food section. Yeah. You know, all the young moms are using these Instapots. Do you have an Instapot? I don't because I don't know if it's big enough to feed my family. I am am tempted because both of my daughter-in-laws have have them and they love love them. them. So just pull out a couple Instapot recipes. Just kind of simplify your life so that every night you're not having to prepare a meal. Maybe cook ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I've just started this, which I don't know why I just started. On the weekends, kind of prepping my food for the week. Mm Mm-hmm. You That's know? good. Yeah. Like I mean, browning your meat. Yeah, browning my meat, maybe cutting up some things or whatever. So just scale down on some of the gourmet, you know, meals that you normally well, would prepare. And, and you know what, Kira, going with that thought, like what comes to my mind right away is because the reason why we're saying this, moms, is you don't want to waste your precious time mm-hmm. on things that are not going to be eternal for your kids. Yes. Meaning, like when you're saying that, I was thinking, I'm like, we get so stressed 
like prepping the house, making the food, cleaning and everything. And when you look back, I mean, a day already passed. And like Kristen was saying, that time with your kids already passed too. So I've learned throughout the time and I'm still learning. There's some things I need to let go and it's okay if the house is not completely clean or the meal, like I didn't as elaborated as I wanted to, because I'm like, that I'm wasting too much time doing all that stuff instead of being with my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time, my precious time, especially in the holidays and Christmas, just cleaning the house. Yeah. It's going to be messy again. I'm not saying don't clean the house, ladies. Go clean your house. Okay. <laughs> but I want to spend that quality time with my kids. So when, when in my kid, like Kristen said, ask him to sit by the tree or my son all the time, he said, hey, mama, can you just play with me and my, mm-hmm. my Legos? I don't say, oh, no, I'm too busy to do it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm not busy. I can do it. I can take five minutes and do it. If the dishes are not done, leave them undone. Go have time with your kids because yeah. Christmas is for that. And then you never know, maybe in that little time, there's a conversation about Jesus or there's something staring in their heart that needs to be addressed. And those are the moments we have shared before that sometimes kids, they open up. Yeah. yeah. And you probably were too busy to say yes and you missed that opportunity. Yeah. Well, and I think the meal thing is huge in relation to all of that, because you have to think, okay, Kira, you and I say this all the time, like, why do our kid? can our kids not just go on a fast <laughs> <laughs> the week before Christmas and wear the same outfit and the yeah. same underwear? You know, What's like, I problem? don't have time to do laundry and make good meals because yeah. I got to make Christmas happen, that's okay? But that's just not reality. And mm-hmm. so you're going to have to, you're gonna, someone mm-hmm. in your home is going to have to cook. Someone in your home is going to have to do the laundry and someone in your home is going to have to keep things reasonably tidy so you can find things. So you got to have to figure out how to dole some of that out. But that was my next thought, you know, delegate some of these Mm -hmm. things or even outsource some of these things. So like even your younger children can help like, Hey, mommy really wants to have movie night tonight and watch your favorite Christmas movie, but we've got to get some of this done first. You think you could help Mm me? And and they love it. And they They love it. it. They 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 will love it. So we don't need to take undue burdens on us as moms. Like Mm -hmm. we have to be the only ones to get everything thing done. that We don't need to have a martyr complex as a mom. We're managing our homes, but that doesn't mean we have to physically do everything. We just have to make sure that it gets done. And the meal prep ahead of time, we did it for Thanksgiving week. And it was so wonderful. Like I'm thinking, okay, I've got tacos. I'm going to freeze that meat. I mean, this isn't very spiritual, but it frees up space for things that mm-hmm. matter. And so it's a blessing. I'm already thinking now, like, okay, the week of Christmas, we've got Christmas Eve services. We've got, and yep. y'all know, I like have all these things. Like we do yeah. this on Christmas Eve. We do this on Christmas. And Jeremiah at home yesterday was going, okay, so Christmas brunch, we're doing know, it, right? Really? Like every, and so, you know, we're jumping through the hoops, but there's things I can do, do to ahead prepare of ahead of time mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. have some really simple meals a few yeah. days before. You taught me fun. that. Like, yeah, I it's think imp- you used to do taco soup or something taco like Christmas soup. Eve. So that has become a Kelly tradition. Yeah, yeah we do soups and yummy bread. <laughs> yeah. And we have Christmas cookies that we've made ahead of time. And they love it. It's okay. It's just yeah. we do the same thing and we do it together. It's the precursor to the big Christmas. Meal. Yeah, yeah. We got to have a build up. <laughs> we got to have a build up. I think we were talking about just outsourcing. So I was kind of like brainstorming. Like, what are some of the things that are kind of tedious even during Christmas that I could get someone else to do? Mm-hmm. So this year I... 
outsourced my Christmas cards to a teenager that helped me out this year, oh. a lovely teenager that helped <laughs> me out. And I thought, why don't I outsource some of my Christmas wrapping as well? Ooh. I mean, there are young people who, young ladies who would love to come and go wrap your gifts for you. Because who has been up on Christmas Eve night at 2 a.m. trying to wrap gifts? Oh, yeah. Real stuff and stockings, <laughs> wrapping yes. gifts. Yes. Yes. So why not get one of some of these teenagers here at our church that can wrap Kira, some that gifts that is for a great them. idea. You know? and, you can, can, and if you want to bless them, you can bless them and sometimes they don't even yeah, want you to pay over. them or anything. They just want to come yeah, over. They want to come and just serve. Feed them. Give them an opportunity Listen, teenagers serve. are hungry. Always mm-hmm. hungry. Mm-hmm. So just feed them. But it's also the fellowship. They're out of their home. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. So moms get really creative. Yeah. So I've started. So my girls like to do that. You know, I have built in teenagers at home. So they, we do it. And if it's not their gift, they can help me. And so I get my I'm weird. I want my wrapping paper to match my decorations. I'm a wacko. It's a beautiful paper, though. I I plan it out and I have it all ready. And so then when we buy a gift... We come home and wrap it. They, I've told y'all before on another episode, we do sibling gifts. Mm-hmm. And we we just drew yesterday, December 1st, the, or whenever that was, <laughs> the anticipation was, was real. So we wrap them as we get them because I cannot tell you how many nights I've spent on Christmas Eve. And then you're exhausted, exhausted. trying to pull off Christmas yeah. the next day. So we've also started taking our Christmas stockings down early. And I stuff them early because I just don't want to be exhausted. And Jimmy always, okay, this is too much information, but on Christmas morning, I don't know what it is, ladies. I don't know if your husbands do this or not, but he wants to get frisky on Christmas morning. And I'm like, do you realize the what? Super Bowl I'm about to have to pull off this morning? That I've been pulling happen? off for the last two weeks. To and you're happen. thinking about that? And he's like, girl, I don't spend a lot of money. You can... You can hang out with me because for a few in minutes. their mind, we're walking in with a red bow. We're the Christmas present. Merry That's Christmas. why. Merry hello. Christmas. And we're like thinking of all the things that we have to do. And like, hello, didn't I you see me making that needs to go in the oven? Making the list? Didn't you see my list? I got to make punch and monkey bread. But if I can prepare, if I can prepare ahead of time, we have a better Christmas. You know, yeah. if we if we spend some time with our husbands. At some point, you got to figure out between the two of you when that is. Don't know why I yeah. threw that in there, but, <laughs> but someone needed to hear but, that. But yes. planning ahead of time helps create space for our kids, but also our husbands too. Yeah. And one other thing I was thinking about during Christmas and during the holidays, there are so many opportunities. You know, I don't know if there'll be that many this year to fellowship with friends and family. But one of the things that I would encourage any young mom, veteran mom, there are just some things that we're just going to have to say no mm-hmm. to. And that's a hard word. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a hard word. Because, you know, during this time, we're getting invited here and there are just all these different opportunities to go with friends here or there or to have people over. And there are just times when, as a mom, we're going to have to kind of regulate the schedule in our home and just say no, even though there are good opportunities December only has 31 days. Yeah. Well, and, and we just can't can, fit can we say aloud? It's hard for us too. Since we're pastor's wives. So sometimes we feel like if you're in ministry, and it doesn't matter where you work or whatever, but especially when you deal with people and that's your ministry, it's hard for us sometimes. And Kristen, you can help us out here, but for us to say no, like that's something I feel I personally have learned to say no. And I know that's kind of sad to say. It's not like I'm obligated to say yes, like I'm obligated, but 
I don't feel obligated, but sometimes I have to learn to say no because yeah. it's better for my family. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because I want to do it. I love doing it. You know, I love being part of everything, but I'm like, okay, this is my main ministry, my family, my kids. I need to learn to prioritize yeah. this. Jimmy gave me good advice. Uh, he's just, he's a wealth of knowledge. Every time I say something good, I'm like, Jimmy told me that. But um, He's the Obi-Wan. That's exactly. I need him big time. But I am a people pleaser, big time, big time, big yep, time. Guilty here. And so, I mean, I will say having eight children and now I'm 47 and being a grandma, I'm getting maybe a little less of that, but still, <laughs> you know, you learn, you learn a little bit, but I would not say no to people because I didn't want to let them down. And I didn't feel like I had a good enough reason that they would think was acceptable. And he's like, you don't have to tell your whole life story when you tell someone no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't a- have to have a reason. You don't have to have an excuse. And so he's like, if you feel like you have to have a reason, just say, I have a prior commitment. Mm-hmm. And that could be anything. You've got to go to the mailbox and check the mail, you know? You don't have to explain it. What were you going to say? And I was going to say, I heard from a mom just recently that no is a complete sentence. I love that. I know. It is. Can you say that again? Sorry. Nothing comes after it. No is a complete sentence. Amen. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to use that. I'm going to say no. And if they ask me again, I'm like, because no is a complete Complete sentence. sentence. (laughs) You want me to tell you in Spanish? No es una oración completa. (laughs) Period. Just for my Spanish ladies. Yeah, I do think just we feel like we have to do everything and do it all. And then somehow our our own little families get tucked away and we and we miss out on. Well, it's like Kira was saying with Caleb and you were saying Caleb is going to remember that moment yeah. for us. We probably not going to remember because we were, what we had in our minds was a to do list. I was late. I was doing this and that for them. It's like, they're going to remember that moment that you just took that time to sit down and sit by the tree. Yeah. And I want those moments. Like I want that sometimes I have, I don't know, happens to you ladies, your kids come and sit with you. And like, Oh mama, you remember when we did this and that you're like, Oh, wow. You remember about that? Mm-hmm. And you don't realize how special that moment was for them. And you look back and you're like, wow, I was doing so many crazy things. And honestly, it was not that important. And I can't even imagine why, why out of all the things you remember that. So we got to like Kira was saying, just prioritize and shift. Yeah. And pace yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think Kristen and I, we're the oldest moms in here. And I think you have to have a bandwidth for what's to come. You know, Kristen's in the grandma phase. So she has to keep up her energies for, you Did know. Did I tell the- y'all my grandbaby was born? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say it, say it, say it. My grandson was born. Oh, he's so cute. In November 24th, two days before Thanksgiving, we flew up there and saw him. He's say he's there. You can say his full name. His name is James Harris Scroggins the sixth. How and much did he weigh? How long? He was seven pounds, two ounces, and he was 19 inches. And he's oh, the most perfect thing I've ever yay. seen in my whole life. I'm so proud of my daughter-in-law, Riley. She's such a great mom already. Yay. And our, my son, James, is a great dad. And man, watching that is awesome. Has nothing to do with Christmas, but but yeah. But he is coming after Christmas, That's so I'm right. super excited about that. So you need to have the energy for that. So you need to That's simplify right. your life so that you have the energy for your grandbaby. Yeah. So part of the reason why we are having energy at Christmas time to do the things that are most important is because, Kira, you mentioned this yesterday when we were talking about what we were going to say today, is that in the midst of everything that we're trying to do, sometimes the most important thing mm-hmm. about Christmas gets 
tucked away for mm-hmm. another day. And, and that's so sad. And so what are we, what are we saying with all of that? We're saying we're going to do a giveaway to help you do that. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so guess what? We're going to help you do that and prioritize. And you know, the first thing that you need to prioritize is your marriage and a date night. Okay. So we have one awesome giveaway just to help you do that. Right, ladies? Oh, that's right. Okay. Kristen, you want to share which one it is? All right. Okay. So ladies, listen, Kristen's going to share the name, but we have a date night to the Drive Shack. Ooh. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So these are some local ladies that Carly drew for us this morning. And Kira, you're going to tell us a little bit more about that. But we had to do local because that Drive Mm -hmm. Shack is here in West Palm Beach. So one of our winners is from our downtown campus. One of my favorite people in our church, Natasha Stewart. I can't believe your name came out. And we've got another one that we'll give away in a little bit. But tell Natasha the best way to handle Drive Shack. Okay, listen, Natasha, listen, we are all about the budget. So Drive Shack, which is, it's a family entertainment, Mm -hmm. but it can definitely be used for a date night, but there's food and games and it's a golf driving range, but it's really, really fun. But we would encourage you if you can go on a Tuesday because they're a $12 Tuesday. So you get the most out of that gift card that's coming your way. The Ramos might see you there because (laughs) we can afford it on Tuesday. Take your kids. It's a $50 gift card. We're going to get to you and y'all just enjoy your time for the season. Congrats. Awesome. How fun is that? Ladies, we're like the three wise kids. We're going to be giving. (laughs) This is what we call it. The Christmas special. We're going to give away some awesome presents and giveaways but only for the Christmas special so don't get used to it (laughs) so Kira we've talked about ways to de-stress the importance of having time with our family Mm -hmm. but really one of the biggest things that we do as moms is to remind our children about why are we even celebrating Christmas and so what do you have to say about that this um well you know there are so many different things that we've done in the past I mean just this year, we started reading the Gospel of Luke. Mm-hmm. We started with Luke 1, and we're just reading a chapter, along with some other things we're doing, but we're reading a chapter of this Gospel of Luke every day until we get up till Christmas, because there are 24 chapters, I believe, in That's Luke. Right. So my kids are older, so we've kind of switched it up you know, yeah, every year, sure. but just kind of making sure that we take the time to put our focus on what this season is all about. And we've gotten kind of hopefully gotten a little creative with our kids and just trying to teach them that this time is about serving others and loving others well. So mm-hmm. I know that our church has done campaigns in the past. and We did this year with yeah. the shoe boxes, mm-hmm. which we've done over the years. This year, our daughter is an intern with Place of Hope. So we've adopted some kids from there for Christmas, which is always such a joy that we can shop for children that we actually know and they are in the foster care system. Mm. So that's one thing that we've taken on this year. And also we've done it in the past. It's called RACT random acts of kindness. So we kind of challenge our kids, like when we're out and about, to look for ways that we can serve and love on others. So the other day, our son was in Publix with Eric and he said, Dad, can we pay for, it was an elderly gentleman on a cane behind Mm. them. He said, can we pay for his groceries? And Eric was like, absolutely. So they went ahead and as the the man was being checked out, Eric said, sir, we want to pay for your groceries. And he was like knocked off his feet. He was like, my son wants to pay for your groceries. Um, And he was like, 
why would you do that? <laughs> and he's like, we just want to just bless you. Yeah. So that, so Miles started a couple of days early. So we challenge our kids now, you know, if we're out, let's look for ways that we can bless moms or we can just bless someone, yeah. you know, yeah. and it doesn't always have to be monetary because right. we may not always have yeah. that. Sometimes it's just even a word. When my, my sons speak to people or they hold the door open for a mom, yes, you know, yes. that's something simple that we can begin to teach our kids. Open your eyes. It may start during Christmas time, but it will definitely roll over into our everyday lives. So just going back to reminding our children what this time is all about. Number one, our savior who was born during this holiday season that we celebrate, but it's about loving and serving and becoming Christ in the mm-hmm. flesh here on earth right now, today, taking our eyes off of everything that we're desiring. And because our kids, I mean, in all honesty, you know, they want certain things, but how can we serve and how can we love? How can we put Christ on in the flesh here during this holiday season? It's so important. It's something that we offer our kids that the rest of the world is not going to tell them that Christmas is so much more than Santa and Frosty Mm -hmm. and Rudolph. And uh, I can't think about any of the other things, but, and there's nothing wrong with making those things fun as part Mm -hmm. of the holiday season too. So I'm not saying any of that, but my encouragement would be to pick something every day, age appropriate that you do with your children that points them to Jesus. So whether it's when they were little, we would get a new Christmas book every year and we've got troves of them now. And it was a storybook about something about pointing them to Christ. And we would read one every day, Christmas music, hymns, talk to them about where they came from and why that's important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be anything grand. It doesn't have to be two hours worth of anything. If you have a toddler, it's very small, but just every day that you're perfect purposing in your heart and you're purposing on your calendar and on your time that I'm going to make this season about Jesus. And I love what you just said, Kara, because Jesus came to serve and Jesus expects us to follow him in that. And what a gift we're given to our children when we teach them how to think of others. And Christmas is such a great, easy time to teach that. And so I think that's very, very important. And and some of that takes planning ahead with finances and resources. I think I shared before with the Operation Christmas Child that we have a jar in our kitchen. And so all year long, we've already started saving for next year. We just put random dollar bills or change. And it's amazing how that adds up, but it's something that we're planning all year to do. And then we figure out however much money we have in that jar is how many shoe boxes we can fill. I'm probably maybe too old school. I don't let my kids make Christmas lists of what they want for Christmas. Um, If you do, I think that's awesome. No problem. I just don't do it because I'm scared to death my kids are going to get the give me's. You know, like Lynette Ezel, who was on the podcast with us, she was my pastor's wife for a long time, and she used that phrase, and I've thought about it a lot. I don't want them to think about Christmas as what they're going to get. They are going to get things. I'm a gift giver. I love it. We fill their stockings. We do special things. But I really want them to be most excited about what they're going to give. And children are naturally that way. Mm -hmm. I think we unintentionally get that out of them, which is so terrible. So I think we need to be really careful with the amount of 
time we spend talking about what they want. And we're smart. We're moms. We don't really need them to make a list. I mean, we we are with them. We know what they want, but I just don't want that to be a focus. And so I pay attention to them. I know what they like and we get them gifts, but I really want them to be most excited about what they're giving their sibling or what they can do for a neighbor. And I think that that's really part of how we keep Jesus central in our homes during this season. What a great life skill we're teaching them. I mean, it's something by the wall you want them to keep from Christmas and life that they can later on pass to generations is Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's right. Gifts come and go. They they fall apart. Things are just things. But this is spiritual. This is shaping their spiritual life, their life, and their future kids. And you your know? grandbaby's life. And your grandbaby's <laughs> life. Shall we talk about it again? Let's talk about it. Okay. But, but what we're doing is what we really want as moms, as Christian moms, is to teach our kids to make Jesus central in their lives. And so Christmas is just another Outreach to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. This is just another tool that we have of a whole holiday season that our whole society embraces, even though they don't necessarily know the meaning of it. But to have this whole month where we set aside and what you said is right. You said Miles was the Mm -hmm. one that Miles isn't just going to be thinking about that during December. Like you're teaching him to be a giver, to be a servant, and that's going to carry with him forever. And what blessing. And this is a time I feel also not only to have this conversation with your kids, but kids love having conversations, not only about things that they get, but with other people. Mm -hmm. So I found myself with my little ones, when you talk about the Bible and Christmas stories and Jesus, I mean, they go and tell Everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is the perfect time that everyone, everybody else is receptive because it's Christmas. So no, if you're, you're going to hear about Jesus, it's in this season. No, that's right. So if you talk to your kids about it, I mean, they're going to tell everyone not only about their presence, like, but for example, we have neighbors that don't know Jesus and they always bring them gifts. And my kids just ramble about Jesus and everything. I mean, I just love how passionate they are about talking about things that we talked about at home. Right. And they're literally sharing the gospel without knowing it. Yeah. And the neighbors or everybody else is going to be receptive because it's the season for that. No, so take true. advantage yeah. of that and do it in a season that you know, not only you can bless your kids, but your community. Well, we have so many people that come to our Christmas Eve services that don't yes. darken the door mm-hmm. to a church any other time of year. And so what an opportunity. You know, yeah. my dad got saved on an Easter Sunday. Really? Um, he never went to church, but somehow on Easter mm-hmm. and Christmas, people feel compelled mm-hmm. yeah. to at least embrace something spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so we need to capitalize on that, which let's give another giveaway because this will help us do that. So this is another family life resource. We're real big on family life, apparently here at Family Church. <laughs> and so this is another resource that they've provided, and it's called the 12 Names of Christmas Ornaments. That sounds really cheesy, but it's actually awesome. It comes with a book. And it has 12 actual ornaments that have cute little string on them. Mom, you don't even have to do anything. They're already (laughs) pre-made, have a string on them. You just pop them on a tree. And it's a book and it has 12 different names of Christ. And it it talks about that. And then the ornaments have like a picture that represent that. So you use use each ornament for each story? Like how does it work? So there's 12 different ones. And so you can either do one a day and have like a little mini Christmas tree and just hang one. You can do it all at one time. It's your wheelhouse ladies, whatever you want to do, <laughs> or you can use your own tree and just sparse them around. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to give that away. And we have yeah. chosen a name and Kimmy Bloomers. Yeah. 
used to be a family churcher before she got transported. Now I think she's living in Tampa. So Kimmy, we're going to mail this to you and we're going to have all of these resources in the show notes so that if any of you want to order them, you'll have a quick link that you can tap on to, to do that. But this, that's just another quick tradition that takes literally five minutes a day that just gets them thinking about Jesus. Yay. Congrats, ladies. This is so exciting. Well, ladies, anything else before we wrap up? Nothing really. I just want to just drive home the point that during this season, mom, choose joy over perfection. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes we just get so set on what we want our Christmas tree to look like, what we want the decor in our home to look like, but really our kids, are they really going to remember that? Going back to your story, Kristen, Caleb is going to remember that you took time. And that's what our kids and our families want most from us, even our husbands. For sure. I know for I can definitely confess that I get caught up in the Christmas crazy sometimes just trying to make everything look right, smell right, taste right. But I mean, when it all comes down to it, our kids, our husbands, our families just really want us. They want us to be us to be present. Well, we said that before. Just sit down with your kids and ask them, what is the the thing that you remember the most or that you like the most about Christmas? And I'm telling you, kids are honest. They're going to tell you. They won't remember a present. No, they'll probably remember a a time that we're baking cookies or just doing something like the most simple thing. And that's going to help you realize they can be be sliced and baked cookies. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Bring you up there. Mama, that's going to help you realize and and focus on what really matters to them. So. So we have one more giveaway. One more giveaway. One more giveaway to one of our locals to the Drive Drive Shack Shack. again. It can either be date night or family fun night another $50 gift card to Drive Shack and this Only is for going their Christmas to special ladies. one of our gardens campus ladies her name is Mandy Hedler so Ooh, Mandy, congratulations on the Drive Shack so anyway ladies we do love you I do want to just encourage you to do what we talked about today is that the best gift that you're going to give your family this mm-hmm. season is your presence like your joyful presence like and that you are passing on to them the real meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus. And so whatever you have to do to cut out of your schedule, if you have to eat box macaroni and cheese Hello. for a week, <laughs> uh, say no, say no to do things. that so that you can pass things on to your children. We hope you do have a very Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Feliz Navidad. So should we... Yes. Do our sign off. Yes. Should we say Merry Christmas as sign off? Let's do I it. I think so. One. We can do it. <laughs> yes. One. Wait, wait, wait. Can we say it in English and then in Spanish? I want to laugh with Let's you. do it. Okay. okay. I want to try my best. All right. Feliz Navidad. Okay. One, two, three. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. One, two, three. Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. <laughs>